Hello, everyone. It's your favorite winos, Dylan and Jordan. We enjoyed our time with you all so much during season one, and we had a lot of fun traveling together, trying all sorts of wine. With season one coming to a close, we wanted to share a never before heard episode we're calling Straight from the Cellar. Straight from the Cellar episodes are bonus shows throughout our seasons that we are so excited for you to hear. Today's episode is all about our experience in season one at Two Cannon Cellars. We hope that you enjoy. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite winos, Dylan and Jordan. And we are so thankful that you are here today joining us on another spectacular journey to a Washington wine. Today, we are deep diving with Jordan in to two cannon cellars down on red mountain here in benton city um and uh, yeah jordan please well how's it going you know it's been such a month um i can't complain too much it's been a whirlwind but um yeah there's highs there's lows and we're getting through them feel it i feel it i know it's been a crazy time um yeah that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. So, but I'm super excited to be here with you. I'm super excited for the month coming up, our friends coming into town. Whoop, whoop. So I'm super excited for the next couple of weeks, but I got an icebreaker for you. Let's just break that ice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like a bone? What was that? I don't know. That was my interpretation of icebreaking. Okay. Icebreaker. If you were playing a trivia game, who would you want as a partner? A trivia game? Yeah. Trivia game. What? Okay, what game are we playing? Like, what are you going to play? Are we playing that heads up game that Ellen DeGeneres tried to do? I think like a full on trivia. Like if you were going out to like a place and they did like geeks and... Oh, um, whatever you know what I'm talking about. Well, honestly, I don't know why would anyone want me on the team. Yeah, but who's who are you picking? <laughs> anyone says, that's smarter than me, that's for who, sure. So who would you want? Um, probably my dad. Yeah. My dad's a really smart guy. He knows what he's doing. Sometimes. Sometimes. What would you pick? I would pick Ryan because, and not just because I'm married to him. You're right. He actually knows a lot of useless <laughs> And it actually pays. We did the geeks in the thing at the brewery. Yeah. We did good. We ruined our first round of free no drinks. Kidding? Yeah, dude. Whoa, he wait. knows some random stuff. Free drinks for winning? Yeah, you like, the way we did is like they do different rounds. And like the first round, if you get the um, bonus question right, you get a free drink. And so we won it. Ooh. And I honestly can tell you, I didn't know the answer. <laughs> like, oh. I'm going to like pop culture today's. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just full of random music. random stuff. Weird. I know. But I kind of like it. Yeah. See, my dad's really smart. He wanted to be a history teacher mm-hmm. uh, when he was growing up. Obviously, it's not what he is now. But he knows his history. Like, yeah. I've. That's awesome. I don't. I'm yeah. like. What is this? I know. History was not my favorite subject. No. Sorry to all the history teachers out there. Yeah, you're great. My friend Matt is a history teacher, but he's amazing. So, 
you know, I would want him to be my teacher. Actually, I did have great history teachers. It just wasn't my favorite thing. Yeah. I didn't have a bad time in history. I just no. didn't. Eh. Yeah. I was like, a... I don't I know. I think I'm more of like kid. a visual person. Yeah. Throw me back into the day. I would rather see the tea party. Throw me. <laughs> the Boston tea party. Isn't that what it was? Yeah. I yeah. Just didn't Throw know. the tea in the water. Oh my gosh. I did not know what, we were, what you were talking about. That's a thing. Oh, so your dad. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, Dylan also bought these lovely tasting journal books for us. I'm so excited. Where'd you get them? I just got them off Amazon. Okay. They're super cute. Um, have everything that you really need to know for a wine tasting journal. Mm-hmm. You got, um, of course, the date of when you're going out and tasting, but the vintage classification, the wine name, the vineyard varieties. Um, how it looks, whether it's the intensity from the color or the hues. Um, it has a great spot for your smell, your taste, and um, great spot for your remarks. Yeah. So it uh, has a full package on there. It's nice, light, and... It's beautiful. Um, Mine is like this tealish blue, like baby. Yeah, teal blue, I'd yeah. say. like um, Kind of like, yeah, I would say teal. It's like a teal. It's a beautiful blue. I'm so excited. So, um, you got a black and gold one. So, I will say that I just noticed that it says 2022 on your thing. Who cares? I'm not me. (laughs) Not me. I'm living in the past. But you know what it says on the bottom? And it's one of my favorite sayings. Mm. It's in vino veritas. Ooh, that's beautiful. What does that mean? It's Greek for basically in wine we tell truth. We do. um, Yeah, that's what. I think is really cool about it and that's why I want to share it because what you do with wine tasting is you find the truth the hidden mm-hmm. meaning um with the wine and that's what we're going to do today we are going to do that today I'm so excited to share I mean we both went to to Cannon Cellars so I can't just take all the credit you know <laughs> <laughs> it was a great it time was just, it was so fun but before we really get into you know our wines Right. How are babes doing? How are your nephews? Oh my gosh, they're getting so much bigger. It's, I can't believe that. And neither can I. Like it's flown by faster than you can say Harley Davidson. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Harley Davidson. <laughs> Harley Davidson. Um, but no, that's the truth. They are crawling. I can as fast as they can. Oh my gosh. Maverick is starting to climb up on things, mm. and um. Bentley, he's still trying to adventure the world, but we got this giant playpen um, in our living room. Oh, yeah. I saw your mom's post. Right. That was crazy. It's actually one of the nicest things That's because cool. they have plenty of room to like crawl around and uh, cushioned, padded. Uh, they don't have to worry about anything that's on the floor as long as we're keeping everything mm-hmm. inside clean, of course. And uh, it has a basketball hoop that... That is awesome. We're getting them ready. Bop, yeah. Bop. Oh, yeah. Kobe. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. So, yeah. But we're doing that. How's your family doing? My family's good. The girls um, are crazy, as always. As no, always. They, we got a little pool, so they've been just in that, like, 24-7 as soon as they wake up. Before they go to bed, um, they've just been loving it. We're actually um, watching my boss's dog. And she is nuts. 
she eats toilet paper. <laughs> um, she's a little cuckoo in the head, and so her name is Brooklyn. And she is funny, and she's cute, and she's old, and it's just so cute because Tegan loves her so much, but she's a little nutso, that's so. <laughs> well, and I got here today, and I was like, Jordan, I thought she'd be so much bigger. Yeah, so like, did, yeah. For some reason, the from the photos that we were, you know, I was going to say exchanging, but I'm not <laughs> sending photos of the dog to say back to you, uh, but the photos that you were sending me, I was like, wow, that dog looks huge. And then I got here, and I'm like, oh. That dog is adorable. Yeah, like, she's medium sized. Yeah. She's so cute, though. Yeah, full she's of energy. Just, oh yeah, <laughs> which is so funny for being like thirteen years old, right? And I'm like, oh. yeah. Well, you know what's funny? I, my dog, she's getting up there too. Yeah. And um, anytime I walk through the door, she's like jump in and mm-hmm. super excited. But I swear to you, the girl can't hear for nothing. <laughs> like, I'll be screaming. I'm like, you wanna be? <laughs> she's like just staring dead in the wall and i'm like are you are alive? you calling me <laughs> are you call mother is that for me selective hearing oh it's, it's like, hilarious i'm just gonna pretend i can't hear you dylan yeah. and it's so what it is but i know <laughs> it's that is so funny yeah this dog has definitely been yeah been something <laughs> no she's great to have around though and it's good for the kids yeah. To learn responsibility and all of that stuff and how much it does take, you know, oh, this yeah. is an older dog. Imagine a puppy. Right. It would be worse. Well, and they, the kids or the girls, they do so good with her. Mm-hmm, they mean, do. They love on her and been, went they're... outside and played with mm-hmm. her. So, um. And they're yeah. strict when they need to be. Oh, Riley, yeah. Riley, maybe a little too much. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> You're like, honey, it's okay. Sister, she's Louise. <laughs> too funny. Maybe she can't hear you. Yeah, she's fine. She's okay. <laughs> Let her live her life that she has left. Right. <laughs> well, cool. I'm yeah. glad that you're doing good. Yeah, it's been good. It's just, it's going to get crazier, I think, in the next couple months. And I just have to hold on strong and right. trust the process. And so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird how life can take a turn like that. Oh, I know. But so. as always, I mean, obviously. I'm here for you. Thank you. And if you ever need anything, don't hesitate to let me know. I will. Of course uh, I will. Yeah. Ouch. I was texting Jordan earlier this week. I was like, I miss you so much. When can we see each other? It's been so long. It's, and we're like, we're recording our podcast this week. We can't wait. Right. Oh, well, that's the thing. We get to be together and we get to mm-hmm. enjoy each other's company and we get to do something that we love. And um, at this point, we're going to just continue to do this we have mm-hmm. so many amazing things coming yeah. for the rest of this year for season two so excited um, i can't fathom i mean all I, of the things yeah. so um, yeah we're super excited we have lots of thoughts and plans coming up that we think will be good so just stay tuned follow us on instagram at wine with us that's um w-h-i-n-e dot with us follow us on tiktok um follow us everywhere else on all your streaming you know platforms right so just look wherever you need podcasts you can listen to us so and you know what's funny our tiktok kind of blew up yeah, a little bit it did. um we went from 23 to 300 yep and um soon it's gonna grow even further so, yes um but 
on our TikTok. They're hilarious videos. Yes, and go watch. We crack up every time <laughs> we do it. It is just the best. We think we're funny. Um, Other people do too. We, yeah. Um, yeah, we have lots of ideas and we'll record more. So just, yeah, go follow us on TikTok. So absolutely. Yeah. And of course, Instagram. And there's the link um, in our bio. It's to our link tree. That's where you can find Buy Us a Drink, all of the podcasts where we stream, and our TikTok page as well. So. All right. And with that, let's get to Tucannon. Let's get to Tucannon. All right. So Tucannon Cellars is a boutique winery dedicated in providing relaxed and memorable experiences surrounding their handcrafted wines that feature their love of nature and Washington State. Um, when we went uh, there, it's beautiful landscaping. You kind of pull into this dirt gravel road. There's a barn to your right, um, and then there's stairs on the lower level and on the upper deck where you can walk up and it's like a it, it is a house it's not like a house it is a house it because a house. Brittany, who helped us yeah such a sweet girl like so kind she was the best um told us about how they used to live upstairs and now or they now they moved downstairs so redecorated the whole house um so we went into the sat on the back porch and it was gorgeous beautiful i mean like Honestly, breathtaking. It felt like you were in a whole different experience Mm -hmm. from the front end to the back end. Um, And you just a minute ago were mentioning how it was this beautiful landscaping and the nature of Mm -hmm. Washington. And that is a true statement. Yeah. Well done in regards to how it looked. I mean, just gorgeous. And I just felt welcomed there because when we sat down, they had different chairs, bench styles couches i mean not couches but the love seats you know um the armchairs out there so it was you were going out on your back porch having a glass or a bottle of wine yeah and it was gorgeous there's the tree coming through the porch which just created beautiful shade um just at overlooking the back part um was beautiful yeah down below there um is grass and that is um kind of they have an arch there a lot of this is a place where people get married so it's beautiful set up for that um they had some cornhole out there for some games they had um a shed there which i think is where the grooms get ready on that side right um that was locked up so we weren't able we didn't go in there we just peeked in the windows beautiful path to this koi pond loved it gorgeous mm-hmm. um just this walkway which led to the beautiful barn yeah the sugar pine barn (laughs) yes the sugar pine barn is a memorable venue for weddings in washington wine country it holds reunions retirement celebrations corporate events birthdays and anniversary celebrations and holiday parties (laughs) speaking of anniversary stuff (laughs) right so um we looked at it and i was like oh because ryan and i have our 10 year next year and thinking of holding an anniversary party and so we talked to um the lady in charge yeah rachel yeah rachel and she is a tasting room associate but she also is in charge of all of the events as well so um so that was fun but you want to talk about us getting into the oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i mean we were a little bit deceivious if we can say um just walking around being able to view the gorgeous landscape Mm -hmm. uh we did follow the path and no, tried a couple doors to see if they were open, and sure enough, one of the doors for the Sugar Pine Barn was open, and we stepped on in, and my goodness, what a gorgeous inside Beautiful. building. 
I mean, big open ceilings. We walked into um, the women's changing oh, area. Oh, my gosh. And they had the, like, you only see it in, like, well, I've only seen it in movies, but, like, where they had the giant mirror yes, for yep. the brides and mm-hmm. the bride and the bridesmaids yes. to look at. So beautiful. It it was gorgeous. They had everything set up. Speakers already in there. Um, a catering kitchen. They had ta- uh, chairs and tables. It was just, it was gorgeous. Um, and so if you are ever thinking about getting married or hosting a party or an event, I would say Two Cannon Cellars is the place for you to right. go and um, just go and look. If you are not, just go there to have wine because <laughs> it is delicious. So um, the wine educators there are great. They want to connect and lead you through a great tasting with their knowledge and help you discover your next favorite wine. Um, they do uh, their tasting change monthly. So just make sure that you go ahead and look on their website or you can visit often so you have everything. Um, so they do also have a menu for food. So if you haven't eaten or need some snacks like us always, they have a great <laughs> tasting menu. So, um, and we will go through that as we talk more about this wine. So do you want to go ahead and what we have today, Dylan? Yeah, off the top. So for starters, we ended up grabbing the two cannon Albarino from the 2022 vintage. Coming straight from Columbia Valley, this wine, just looking at it, is a crystal clear bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's this beautiful medium straw color. It's light. Um, you know, what's funny with this bottle is the fact that the label is also clear. Yeah. So you're seeing straight through mm-hmm. the bottle. I also love the label because it is a screw top. Yeah. A little corkscrew. Yeah. Corkscrew. That's Isn't what cute? I meant. Screw <laughs> top. Well, and then the C for two cannon um, mm-hmm. is the wine glass. Yes. So you're getting both the best of both worlds. It's so cool. So, so. Um, but with that, let me go ahead and get this pop open and let's get to tasting. Awesome. Thank you. Of course. Love that sound. That was a beautiful sound. All right. Let me get the glasses here. Okay. Okay. And cheers. cheers. So Dylan, first um, you're looking at it. You already compliment or commented on the pale um, color, that kind of straw color. Yes. Um, okay. So I see you're smelling it now and swirling. What is first smell? What do you? Yeah. First smelling? smell, I'm getting a good um, lots of hints of lemon. Um, you're getting that grapefruit, mm. the honeydew, um, those aromatics, mm-hmm. really strong. I get that lemon zest, yeah, the um right off that right off the tip of my tongue. Right. Is what I'm tasting is that lemon. Um it's really coming through strong. Exactly. So. Well with the Aubrey's you're gonna get I mean it's gonna have more of an acidic taste. Mm-hmm. Um but you're also gonna be defined with those wonderful fruits like we said, the honeydew and the uh grapefruit being two that are just really pungent um within this wine mm-hmm. itself. And this is a light wine, but it's still, you know, you're still getting those strong, bold flavors coming through. Yep. Yeah. It's, um, this one's kind of more on the little bit of a sweeter side, Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, it's kind. Very bottom, not like super, super sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like running the mill Riesling. But your acidity is very high. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very high acidic 
wine um, based off of, I mean, really United States, um, I think Portugal and um, Spain, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is where, um, are you talking about where it grows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Portugal, Spain, for sure, yeah. Um, the United States, other countries, you would have um, Argentina, Brazil, I think Chile. So, right. Yeah. Those all, all those mm-hmm. other places. Yeah. But um, in the United States, it's in California. That's where, you know, that's right. where that it, where it grows. Um, well, and Brittany, who was yeah. there, she was uh, she came from California. She moved from there to mm-hmm. Tri Cities and had a lot of great things oh, to yeah. say about uh, not just wine yeah country over in california <laughs> um but the differences between californian wines and the washington wines and how drastically they mm-hmm. um really can't compete with each other it's incredible how they are yes and she's also talking um she loved working in california as you know wine educator and but over here, she liked the pace. It was slower. You could actually interact. We were having really good conversations. Um, she didn't feel, or we didn't feel rushed at all. Like she was just no. trying to get through her day. Um, and of course, the wine community is, you know, where we're at is very relaxed as well. So they're not like, hurry up. You know, it's right. very chill. Like they're we not... talked about on your back porch, you're just having some glasses of wine. So, exactly. Yeah. Not so hoity-toity or anything. No, not at all. Um, yeah, this is a really, this is a good wine. It's a great um, share with a couple of friends. It's on the alcohol content side, it's lower. Um, but just for the sweetness, I mean, unless you're a really good big wine, white wine drinker, um, you know, we would share this with a couple of our friends and oh, just sit and hang out and um talk amongst ourselves so um well and for the Aubrey that's coming from Toucanon um they ended up producing 41 cases yeah this, wow okay uh, journey of creating this wine um and like you said 13 percent on the alcohol content mm-hmm. okay so yeah lower and um as for price they're looking at 28 dollars for this bottle okay that's not bad at all. Right. So. But what's nice with Toucanon, um, which I suppose a lot of other wineries do this, but uh, we don't really talk about it as often. Uh, when you buy 12 bottles for Toucanon, you receive 10% case discount. Oh, so that's awesome. That's pretty cool, right? That is really cool. Yeah, this is um, a great um, light, as we talked about, a light wine that during the summertime you would, could sit out, share a bottle with a couple of your friends. Um, and you could match it with some different foods. Um, as we talked about, I said, you know, we'd get to the food. Uh, this is a great time to um, talk about the food options that they do offer. Um, this You could match this with probably, um, I'm thinking like a really good salad. Like if you did a big leafy green salad, it yep. would be delicious with this. Apple pear salad. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see craisins yep. on there. You're getting those sweet yet tart. Um, we do a really good salad at our house every once in a while. It's an apples with Ooh. green crayon. And then um, I'm not a dressing person. So I'll do lemon and oh. uh, like olive oil. That's and that would be good for delicious you. Delicious. I this. am a dressing person, so I would do like a raspberry vinaigrette would be Ooh. delicious with this. I think. 
Um, if you weren't a salad person, um, maybe some fish tacos be super good. Yep, fish tacos that would be really good. Balancing. Plus, those. with the lemon zest and yes, it all the fish, ties together. It all ties mm-hmm. together. The exactly. white wine with the fish. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at some seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, crab would be really good. Yeah. Lobster, anything that's just going to, um, anything that really you're going to put a lemon on. Think of it kind of that way. Yeah. You're pairing those acidicness with the juicy mm-hmm. tenderness of meats or uh, even a charcuterie board. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about it. Can't go wrong with your cheese you and meat. You can't. <laughs> Uh, I do have that if we want later on as well. Don't test me. So I can bring it out. Um, but speaking of food and charcuterie boards, um, as we (laughs) said that, um, Toucanon does offer a variety of different snackies that you can go when you have, um, we didn't see any or order any, sorry, but I did see some people get different items. Um, they have a charcuterie board, so they have all the different Seared meats, cheeses, dried fruit, nuts, crackers, um, pear and prosciutto flatbread. Ugh. I'm wondering why we didn't order any food. Well, we just we, went to brunch. That's yeah, right. we had brunch. <laughs> which our brunch oh, was gosh. such an amazing time. It was so fun. Um, shout out to Topless Bubbles. Yeah. At Bougie Brunch. <laughs> bougie Brunch. Bougie Brunch. It's really called Bougie Brunch. I'm not yeah. even joking. And it's really good. It's super like, good. I'm mad that it's good. Hey, Alex, get ready. Oh, yeah. We're taking you to Bougie Brunch. <laughs> bougie Brunch, baby. Um, They have a chicken pesto flatbread. Ooh. And they have a caprese flatbread. So, super, um, yeah, they have a variety of things. If you don't like wine, they also offer beer here. So, when I saw that and Brian dropped us off, I was like, oh, whoops. You could have stayed to have some out. beers. And then, as well as non-alcoholic, they have water, bottled water, soda. So, they definitely offer a variety. Um, they're a family friendly, you know, as right. most most wine wineries around here are. Um, but I do like that they offer different things for people that hey, we don't drink wine, you know. Right. So well, and that's the nice thing too with Tucanon is the fact that they're prepared to cater. Yes. I mean, that's the goal of when you go is you want to feel that warmth of I'm home. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me take care of my guests. Yeah. And you definitely feel that way. Absolutely. Um, it was definitely a, a warm, welcoming experience. Uh, it had been my first time. Jordan's been there um, twice. That was my second time. Okay. Um, and it's funny because I went there. So I first, when we first moved out here, um, we would do some wineries. And my parents took me and I think it was my sister and my aunt and when my aunt came out to visit and my mom and dad, we all went and we did kind of the red mountain and, um, this place came to mind and I was like, I need to remember this because it's, as we talked about, super cute, homey. They had a dog there. Sad story. The dog did pass away. Um, and it was the old owners, but I know, I just remember that boxer and just like, I know it's, Sounds it sad. was such a sad experience because Jordan's like, you're going to love the dog. <laughs> yeah, and, and we I get there and I'm really... waiting for the dog to show up. And then we overhear, um, I think Brittany was yeah. saying, she's like, unfortunately, the dog has passed. And I looked at Jordan <laughs> and I was like, well, um, there's no dog today. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. and it's just that memory of me. And so for then for the longest time, I couldn't remember what the name of this winery was. And I... There's a couple tea wineries in the Tri-Cities, so I was 
oh, it's that. No, it wasn't that. And then finally I found it and was like, Dylan, we're going here. No dog, but you know, still a great time, great place. And just that memory of like walking in and like, oh, you know, and they did change, uh, love the redo. So, you oh, know, the they? owners, it was, you know, it's still in the inside as you overheard Brittany or when she right. came to us talking about, um, moving from the upstairs yeah. to the downstairs. And then, you know, kind of revamping the upstairs a little bit. So there's more seating in there and it, it looks really good and it's comfy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The upstairs was gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, even if you didn't want to sit outside, it, it was still mm-hmm. inviting and it was cozy. Um, definitely a good place to sit in. Speaking of our food experience, um, like you said, we didn't really try anything here, but what sounds amazing was that Caprese flatbread. Mm -hmm. Um, Diving in with the olive oil and the fresh tomatoes and mozzarella has a significant um, pairing with this Alberino. Um, You know, that balsamic glaze is going to pair really well. Um, What else do you think would kind of match? Um, let me think. Um, are you thinking more if we just like overall food as we talked about, you know, fish tacos, different things if you weren't. Okay. So if you weren't a fish person, um, you could do, um, kind of, it's not great, but it's average. You could do chicken. So I know there's that chicken pesto flatbread that would be good with it. Um, it's not going to be great with it or any of the cured meats. So that would be your charcuterie board, of course. Um, you could do the salami, bacon, charcuterie ham, like right. those different things. Um, for different cheeses to kind of go, um, your, um, let me think. Maybe if your nutty, nuttier hard cheeses are going to be great. So um, the Gruyere, um, provolone, any of those um, dry, salty cheeses. So you got your Parmesan, Asiago, which is why I think a flatbread would be great in this. Right. Um, at, to add that, you know, your pear and prosciutto prime example, you have your cured meat and of um, the pear, which I think would go great with this. Um, yeah. So I think any of these choices would be great. Yeah. How about on the dessert side? Oh, dessert side. I'm thinking like lemon bars. Yes. That would be really good. A I need to make my lemon, lemon bars. Shortbread. Right. Shortbread cookies. shortbread cookies as well. Um, a nice crumble. Yeah. I think it's sweet enough. Like if you were going to do a dessert, I don't know what you would do. I would stick more to your um, proteins. So. Yeah. Your, a, yeah. Proteins, your cheeses. That's what I stick to anyway. Yeah. Your carbs. You can't go wrong with that, though. No, you I can't. Mean, so this one, yeah. I mean, it's sweet enough where I wouldn't do a dessert, if that's what you're wondering. And I always have dessert. Right? So for me to say that, you can kind of <laughs> probably tell how sweet this wine is. It's not like super, super sweet, but yeah. it's enough sweet for me. Well, and if you like a Riesling, you may like Correct. the Operino. Yep, this, I mean, yeah. it's, it's giving the balance of a good sweet wine, but... It's not, it's like kind of the next step up. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of more of an older sister. She's developing into her teen years and she's saying, oh, mom, I'm not going to do that today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's giving a little bit of sourness. She is giving that sass. She's saying, mm-hmm. bring it, girl. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like he said, if you um were also to try, you were like, oh, I want to taste Salbrino kind of, you could also try a Riesling, as Dylan said. So this, that would be a great other option. There's a lot of other, you know, wines along those, but to stick with an easy, something you could easily find here, right? a Riesling would be great. Yeah. So. Well, um, as we kind of enjoy the mm-hmm. rest of this 2022 um, please tell me a little bit more about Toucanon. All right. So it Toucanon Cellar stands today in a location with deep history tied to the early days of Washington wine, as well as a family-owned and operated winery. This location has been an open um, operating winery for over 35 years. Wow. Yeah. It's um, remarkable since there was only just a handful of wineries at that time in Washington. So um, this location began as a winery in 1986 as Oakwood Cellars. So that's what it was first before Two Cannon Cellars by the Skelton family. The Skeltons traveled to many European countries to study winemaking techniques with the goal of making wine better from Washington grapes. In 2014, the Skelton family decided to sell their winery and property to another family to contribute or continue to work um, that they had originally started. So in 2014, it was then turned to Tucannon Cellars, and um, it was sold to the Warren family. And the Warrens decided to make it their own and change the name as something more personable. Tucannon Cellars was born. The name Tucannon, Tucannon, is then, a tribute. Try, Sorry, words are hard right now. To the Tucannon wilderness and their love for the outdoors. The Warren family made changes to the grounds, the tasting room, and the winery. And then in 2017, they completed the Sugar Pine Barn project, which is an event um, for wedding venues, the property. They wanted a slower pace of life, and the Warren family sold their winery, so which they had the dog. They sold their winery. To the Don Hode family in 2022. So this was recently sold. Wow. Yeah. And they wanted to continue uh, the heritage of the location and watch it grow even further. So. So this building has had some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lineage. Yes. I mean, really is the word I'm trying to think of. Um, which is interesting. I mean, for it to. I would like to know what it why it's transpired in the way that it has you know what i mean i get the wanting the growth and the development to continue on um so the next generation still two cannon sellers 2022 so the denhode family has deep roots in washington state agriculture ever since their grandparents immigrated from the netherlands they have been responsibly farming in washington state for generations so after they purchased the um, Tucannon Cellars, they decided to keep the Tucannon name because they found it fitting to pay homage and respect to the land in Washington State. So with their passion for Washington State wine, farming, and creating meaningful experiences, they brought all of those components together, which we can tell in the wine. Um, and from the new um, iteration of Tucannon Cellars owned and operated by Kevin and Carolyn Denhode. So that is kind of the background of the story for two cannon sellers and um they just want to give you that experience of a relaxed more memorable time when you come and enjoy their their wines and the surrounding area 
um, as we sat on the porch, right, the vineyard, the grapes were right to our left hand right. side. Like you could see them growing right there, and so it was just beautiful. It uh, would be interesting to see what the comparison was. You know, obviously everyone's got different methods and different ways of mm-hmm. doing things, um, but what they're doing today is absolutely incredible. So, yeah. um, kudos to the. Um, winemakers and the wonderful family that's taking on this role mm-hmm. and um yeah they've done a great a great job well and especially for only being a year in yeah i mean they sold or bought the property back 20, in yeah. 22 yeah some events coming up right we said when we were there she talked about um somebody coming in to play music um different things um coming up so they're really getting going with their events and all of that as well. So. Oh yeah, it's definitely the place to be. Whether you like the cool atmosphere, of the woodsy kind of feel, mm-hmm. or the mom um, sitting on the mom's patio mm-hmm. type feel. Yeah, that's exactly um, what I felt. We're yeah. playing cornhole down on yep. the grass area. Exactly. I mean, really, this place had it all. It did. Um, and it it didn't feel stuffy. It didn't feel you know, that oh. it was tight. It, it's very open. And uh, they did a really good job with that. So. Yeah. Lots of lush grounds, um, beautiful scenic route um, views. So um, just very relaxing. And um, they have wine tasting details. You know, they're, you can do 20, it's 20 bucks for a tasting fee, but it's waived if you bu- um, buy two bottles there. Right. Um, you know, if you become a wine member, obviously that's complimentary. Um, they have red, white, and rosé wines available by the glass or the bottle. So obviously we talked about the different foods that they have. Um, they do offer the beer. Dogs are welcome. So they do ask you to keep them on the leash, but they are welcome on their back, um, outdoor deck in the patio. And, you know, minors, obviously we talked about very family friendly, you know, just watch after your kids as you should do responsibly. Right. Making sure that everybody else is having a good time as well. So. Um, yeah, they have a um, bunch of games there, soda, Wi-Fi available. So everything, you know, if you just want to go out for an afternoon and have a good time with the family, go ahead and bring your kids along. So Right. And like you said, it's in Bitten City right off the Moss Road. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get confused with the other wineries that are down the road. Oh, there's a lot down yeah. there, you'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's actually a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> of how Ryan dropped us off and then we were going to go to the other winery. <laughs> you know, because us, we are um, enjoying our wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Responsibly. Of course, of responsibly. Course. And um, what else than to be responsible people and get a ride? <laughs> From strangers? From strangers? <laughs> uh, we, okay. To be fair, we were going to walk. We were going to walk. Yeah. And it would have been about a 15-minute walk. It's also like 100 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and we bought wine, and we're all, you know, good. And so we're checking out. And also this nice old couple, older couple, sorry, are checking out as well. Terry and Bobby. Yeah, shout out to Terry and Bobby. We did give them our card. So they do hopefully follow us on Instagram or our platforms. And they're, they're listening to this. Um, and we were just talking about going to the next winery and I was like, oh yeah, well we got to get there. You know, I, I don't even know how it came out. I don't, 
Well, I think because we were, t- we were, I mean, as we were packing up, I kind of was talking to him, um, trying to promote the podcast as oh, yeah, I that's normally right. do. And, um, he does. He's our promoter. Yeah. I was like, uh, telling him how amazing Tucannon was and how just up the road there was an additional winery that we hadn't tried. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, when we're out, we like to go and do our, mm-hmm. um, research Absolutely. as we like to call it's it such hard research um yeah it's such a pain um and they were like oh we just came from that location and um we're like "Ooh, okay how what did you think you know and they're giving us all the details mm-hmm. and then we're like oh well no we're gonna walk and i think that's when they're like oh uh, yeah absolutely not <laughs> yeah. you're not walking in this 83 degree heat <laughs> yeah we're like, no, we can do it. It's like yeah. 10 minutes. And they're like, no, it is going to take you longer than 10 <laughs> minutes to get there. Plus, also didn't think about it. It's straight up the hill. It's straight up a hill. <laughs> no, like. We would have died. We would have gotten halfway and I've been like, cardio? What? <laughs> no. And you're the one that wants to be chased <laughs> by a murderer. Stop. That's so true, though. I want to have fun. You're going to tell me that but, all those people who are getting murdered in horror movies are not having a blast being chased by a killer? They're paid to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but they also die in the end. Not in real life. I mean, it's true. Uh, I don't know. Okay, fine. I just don't want to have an anxiety attack before I'm <laughs> murdered. <laughs> I like... Do you ever, like... Okay, this is terrible. This is so off subject. It's okay. Have you ever, like mentally like freaked yourself out when yeah. you're like out all, in the car and you're all like all the time it's called I, intrusive I, thoughts. I can't get i can't get my yeah, case. <laughs> it's called intrusive thoughts i do that all the time i did that we do you do that thought. on like to plan it i did that a lot of times like a lot of times like can you please pretend? repeat what you just said <laughs> because that? that made no sense do you do, do that, you do that do you on do that? planet <laughs> do you do that okay and like plan it like oh if i was being chased could i get my key out like obviously we have like yes. touch doors now but like i do you would be screwed because sometimes your phone does not go to your car it doesn't Dylan has a fancy car it doesn't sometimes so it doesn't and it drives me kind of nuts yeah if you would be murdered for sure yeah. like you would it would not <laughs> but yeah, i'd still have fun doing it <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, no. Okay. So, speaking of intrusive thoughts, well, me and Jordan went and just saw The Boogeyman. Oh, my gosh. Talk about an incredible movie. Yeah. But that was... It was intense. It was. But Jordan drops me off. Well, I drove. But I, like, yeah. dropped you off at the... At your house. At my house. And I'm heading inside. <laughs> and I can't turn off any of the lights. Like, it got me. Like, I've never had a movie that I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like I you sleep, slept with the lights on? I slept with the nightlight on? No, actually, oh. I didn't sleep with the nightlight. Um, but, yeah, I definitely had, like, family guy running throughout course, the entire night. it's the best way, and it also takes it away our bad dream. It day that all, all you see is violation movie <laughs> and on TV. <laughs> right. I don't know what we're doing. Now. No, but, like, honestly, though, it was a really good movie. It was. Go see it. Um, but don't. But don't. Well, and I think the thing that really got me, because I could probably watch it at home and be fine, but the thought of, we were sitting in a dark movie theater. Oh my gosh, I can her feet find me. And the boogeyman constantly would crawl underneath yeah. the bed. And I'm like, Terrifying. I'm sitting underneath this right now and I'm not also, having a good time. Yeah. Also with like the children in the beginning, because I don't do things with children because, you know, yeah. kids. Obviously. And I'm like, the first scene, I was like, 
ooh, am I about to walk out of here? Because mm -mm, I don't mess with kids. No kids in in movie in or movie, porn movies. Like you know, you know. Yeah. Good thing it wasn't like graphic. Too bad, and yeah. So but still. Which I would have walked out with you. Yeah. I'm your ride. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my ride. <laughs> can I go see a Little Mermaid? Please? Yeah. Can I get my ticket back? Hi, can you exchange this ticket? It's just me and I'm the just theater playing alone. the games out there. <gasps> you ready? <laughs> that I'm, was a blast. Yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm ready to go. And that's what you get for watching the movie. Right. Talk about another movie. Um, really quick. It's the Sound of Freedom. I need to go see that. Oh if you have not, go. Don't be like me. Go see it. Save our children. Talk about an incredible movie from Angel Studios, which is the same studios that brought you The Chosen mm -hmm. and other um, incredible movies, yeah. really. They did, an, they did a great job. I mean, yeah. And you were saying that you can buy tickets for other people to see it, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. They had a goal of um, trying to sell 2 million tickets. So That's amazing. Me, as a contributor, wanted to provide, let's say, Jordan, mm -hmm. a movie ticket. I could pay, I don't remember the price, I could pay to have that ticket I actually have the produced. app I'm going to check really quick, because yeah. I have the Angel app. If you don't have the Angel app, then you're going to watch Chosen. Yeah, the Chosen's on there. There's other movies, great kid shows. Yeah. Um, Just good family and wholesome. Yep. And I think once the Sound of Freedom is out, it will go on Angel Studios. Right now, it's the number one movie in the nation. Mm, that's so, awesome. Um, better job. now to give back to this, uh, to really the kids of this story. Mm -hmm. Um, we're, I don't want to get too deep into yeah. it, but it's a, it's a wonderful movie and I definitely would recommend. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't be like me. I need to go see it. Um, so wow. So remember your 2 million goal. Yeah. I am on Angel Studios, their app. Right. Guess what they did, how many they bought, sold. Did they reach For their people goal? to buy, okay. to go see. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would hope at least two million. More. Three? More. Four? Four million, nine hundred and twenty-seven thousand. Stop. Nine hundred and seventy-three, and it keeps going up. They are almost up. two. They are 246,000, sorry, 246% of their goal. Wow. Jim Caviezel's in it. Love him. He's in The Passion of the Christ. He is right. just amazing. I love him. It is all done so beautifully that um, at the end, I mean, you're compelled. And right now it is a big problem within the world. Mm -hmm. And um, this is a wonderful yeah. way to promote um, a good safe harbor for anyone yeah. that is struggling or going through this mm -hmm. yeah so um so if you want to go on angel.com you can go ahead pay it forward buy tickets um you could buy other people tickets you could buy purchase tickets there or if you cannot afford tickets you can claim a free ticket for the four million people that have paid it forward to watch the sound of freedom so go now do it angel.com <laughs> to go see and support this beautiful movie so right so yeah i'm i'm excited i need to do it i need to go see it yeah let me know if you're gonna go i will I'll i think i'm just go. like trying to prepare myself you know because oh, yeah. of the context so 
It's it's definitely one of those movies, but um, it was like I said, it was beautifully done. Yeah. So. so excited. Well, now that we've kind of started our uncorking session, yeah, that was kind of yeah, uncorking. <laughs> um, let's get deep. Okay. Let's uncork. Let's uncork. All right. Oh, wow. Uncorking. You guys like the music? Do you guys like it when we do that? I want to know. Give us feedback. Give us feedback. We need all the feedback. If you go on Spotify and if you listen to us on Spotify, you can actually type in your feedback there. Um, so we would love to hear that. I did notice that on Spotify. Oh, okay. Um, so you can go ahead. if you They have um, just a section underneath and it says give us feedback. Right. So go and do that. Or You could go there. Send us a uh, direct message on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's wine with us. That's W H I N E dot with us. Um, you can do it there. You can reach out to us via email. Mm-hmm. We are constantly on our emails, just yes. checking those. Um, and that's wine with us one at gmail.com. There's also a period in between wine with us. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, we can't be that cool. I know. But. We're not cool. But if you just go to our Instagram link in our bio, all of our information is there. So, yeah. or if you're on TikTok, our email, you click it, it goes straight to our email. You can email us or you click it. Obviously it will go to our Instagram. So everything's linked. We're trying to be more accessible to you guys. So you know it. thanks to Linktree for just being amazing. Cheers to Linktree. Yeah. They help us out. So, all right, let's get into our uncorking. Uncorking. Already, you ready? Yep. Okay. On a first date, who should pay the bill? Should it be split? This one's controversial because, well, okay. Here's my thought process. If it depends on who's asking who on the date, in my opinion. Oh wow! So I never thought of it that way. Yeah, if you're asking me on a date, it kind of. I mean, you look at it like a gentleman's aspect where, like, the gentleman should always pay. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because there are some people who feel that they are able to pay for their own stuff, mm-hmm. um, of which I've experienced on a, an occasion or two and totally get it. Um, so my kind of rule of thumb is if you invite me out. Mm-hmm. You pay. If I invite you out, I pay. Um, or even splitting the check is not even a terrible thing. Okay. So that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of my thought process. I don't know. I know that's controversial. It what is. What is your thought? Um, I'm older than you, so let's take it back. Um, <laughs> let's take it back. Okay. So I don't know. So this is actually kind of hard because... If it's a first date, right, which generally the guy asks out, I mean, that's right. whatever. I would ex- not expect, but just, I guess it would be expect, but I'm not trying to be like, oh, I expect you to pay, right? It's just like, that's right. what's expected. Um, but when Ryan and I, we dated in college, and so when we had our first date, he paid. Um, I'm pretty sure it was his aunt, but... <laughs> Thanks, Thea. Thanks, Thea. Uh, <laughs> um, but then, like, back in college, like, if I went, you know, to lunch or if I was like, hey, let's go to dinner or whatever, and then I would pay because I was asking him. So, I guess, yeah, it kind of depends on who asks. Right. I would say the general rule, though, is, like, if a guy is asking you out on the first date, he should pay. 
But, I mean, I guess girls ask people out on the first date, too. But, like... That's where I find it hard I don't think that he should pay if you're... I think it's who asks. Right. Because then he'd be like, well, I've never had people... Pay. Like, he, like, was this whole thing of, like, what girls have never paid for, like, my lunch or dinner before. And I was right. like, well, I asked if you wanted to go. And I also work. And I was just used to kind of paying. So, right. I don't know. I, I figured it, like, you're not always going to pay. And also, we're in college, like... Well, I think that's the thing. I think it's a, I don't know. I think we can go back into a chivalry. Chivalry. Chivalrous. 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 Whatever. You got it. <laughs> you got I'm it. Of you. <laughs> there it is, babe. <laughs> there it is, babe. You did great. <laughs> you did great, kid. <laughs> You're just keeping them young. Um, yeah, chivalrous. I did good. I did fine. It's whatever. Um, era of that. Um, the male role goes out and defeats the dragon for the princess. And uh, I'm here to say that a lot of princesses can fight their own dragon. You yes, know, we can. Period. That's, mm-hmm. that's just on point. We raise queens we here. We raise queens here. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, that's kind of my thought process. I look at it a lot. Well, and I mean, really yes. dive into um, same-sex relationships. Mm-hmm. How do you dive into that, right? Yeah, it's um, like, I, yeah, that's yeah. where I kind of go, depends on who is asking. Right. And that's um, kind of my rule of thumb. If I'm asking you out, I will 100% pay. What about people that, like, the split thing? Like, that's weird to me. Besides, like, us, we're not at being on a date. Like, obviously, like, I'll split it or whatever. I mean, now we have Venmo, Cash App. Like, oh, I'll pay for it. Let me just Cash App you my half or whatever it may be, right? right? But, like, if you're asked on a date and then they expect you to just split it that's weird right that's weird i don't like that yeah that's giving me that's a red flag for me that's a huge red flag yeah to expect someone to pay is kind of my red flag like you shouldn't expect that i always have my card ready Mm -hmm. because but to ask somebody to split it if i asked you okay we're right like hey dylan do you want to go on a date with me you know and then you're like yeah i would be in my mind, I'm going to pay for you. I do not think I would sit there and be like, all right, well, your half is this because I asked you out. Gotcha. Not like two friends going out to lunch. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, I don't, that's a hard split, one. But mm, I just find that tacky. It is tacky. Like, hey, how are you doing? You want to go to lunch sometime? Yeah, let's go to lunch. Cool. Generally, like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, hey, right. I'm going to take you out on a date and then be like, all right, well, here's the check. Right. Well, and I've done dates where I'll get dinner and they'll get dessert. Love that. So like. But if you talk about it, communication. Right. Now communication we're back here. is huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've gone on a date where I've paid and then they've been mowed me money without saying anything. Mm. So I don't. That's cool. But you're not asking not for asking. it. That's the thing. Yeah. When it's like. I don't think I would ever ask. I think I just... But if, I've heard people do that. Yeah, if you ask, I don't know. I don't know how... I think if someone asked me, like, okay, so you're a portion... I think I'd be thrown off a bit. I think it'd be like, oh, okay. That's, yeah. I'd have no problem with it. I think I'd just be like, okay, and I'll pay my portion. But I... I just... I don't know that, if I would like, go on a second putting, date. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, uh, I see how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's super... It's... Um, not unless it was talked about before. Right. Or, like, just a mutual, like, right. we're going to go to lunch. And then be like, no, I got you. 
right? Or like, hey, can I take you to lunch? Right. Okay, here's a good question for you. What in your mind is a date? (laughs) (laughs) You're asking the wrong person. No, I think this is a good question. It's been a hot minute because, you know, I mean. Well, yeah, you have your kiddos and daily lives and all that. but Yeah, but like I'm expected to go out with him, so. Literally walking the street with you is a date. Get over it. You should just be lucky to be in my presence. <laughs> um, I don't know. If I was going to go out on a date with somebody, it would be... Okay, I'll just go back to my dating era because I did so much. Um, did you do a lot of dating? No. <laughs> that was a joke, bro. No. <laughs> it was You should see my face at this. Oh my gosh, her face was like, no. <laughs> like, you could feel it. You can feel the no. Um, and if you know me, you know my RBF. Um, I love it. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, eat, no. I would consider, like, dinner. Like, dinner out and stuff. Like, bowling, a movie. Like, things at night are considered a date for me. Well, I mean, oh. I guess you could have a lunch date. I don't know. I didn't really do lunch dates. This is interesting. I don't know what's considered more than one thing is considered a date, like dinner and a walk on the dock. That was Ryan's my first date. If you're wondering why I was so specific. Wait, really? Yeah, and then he Can proposed to me it? on the dock. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. Stop. I knew it was happening because after he brought me back, we only go there for special occasions. What I want to see the scene. What take me through the your first date. first scene. Action. I drive over from Ellensburg to Tacoma. <laughs> I did that for a boy. Get into his, pull up into his driveway. His uncle sitting on the porch. <laughs> Hello, Uncle Kelly. Um, get out of the car. Hi, I'm Jordan. Hi, I'm Kelly. <laughs> Is this your first time meeting? Yeah. Okay, I love everything about this. Go into the door. Knock, knock, knock. Hi, Ryan, I'm here. Ryan, hi, I'm Autumn. Hello, nice to meet you. I'm Jordan. Okay, wait, pause. You, for the fact that I'm also remembering all I this, know, I my love brain is like... How did you guys meet? We were on the track team together. That and a mutual friend. <laughs> kind of. That was a mutual friend. <laughs> Ryan's mutual friend, my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Ryan's best friend. <laughs> Okay, it's for the better, and his friends would agree if you're watching, right, guys? <laughs> They're just sitting at home like, hey, dude, <laughs> I can't stand anything right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a different. <laughs> so, Anyways. we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, Go, and we go to, oh my gosh, why can't I remember what it's called? Oh, it's such a great place. It's a... It's bomb, though. Like, when you go over to the west side, to Tacoma, we'll have to go. Is it food? It's a beer, brewery, and then it has, like, fish and all sorts of food, but super good. Like, really good fish and chips. Um, the Harmon. The Harmon? Mm-hmm. Ooh. So good. So good. Good beers. Um, yeah, it was awesome. So then after the Harmon, we went down to the water dock. 
And then we, you know, stargaze. Super romantic. And then, yeah. Okay, but, like, stargazing is so cute. I mean, I don't really know if we stargaze. We were just walking. Oh. <laughs> I was just trying to make it more interesting. It's been a long time, brother. It's been 13 years, okay? That's, that's insane, 2023, yeah, 13 years. 13 years? Mm-hmm. Together for... Th- 13 years. 13 years. Married for nine. Married for nine. Oh, yeah, because your 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. We were officially dating August 15th, 2010. Funny thing, he asked me out the mm-hmm. day before I went to Mexico with my best friends. Me, my best friend Matt, Kathleen, and Brad. <laughs> Just playing new what was up. You did it on purpose. You, you know what you doing. Can't get some cutie down in Mexico. And we were floating the river. Aww. And so, well, me and my roommates. We're floating the river. And then, um, sorry, one of my roommates. The other roommate was working. Okay. She came back home, was calling me. She's like, you need to get home right now. And I was like, what is happening? Right. Somebody dead? Get home. There's a big rock. Huge rock boulder that says yes on it and the small or no sorry and the small rock that says yes and a card made talked about will you be my girlfriend and all this stuff bring me your answer so you picked up that big Big ass rock and you drove it all the way down i wanted to so bad would that be funny and ever since then been making me cards and the girls' cards. He makes his cards. That's special, though. Yeah. So it'll be forever that memory. And then my friend Alex, not the Alex coming, a different Alex. Right. She um, comes. She's like, hey, do you see anything on your front porch? And I was like, oh, I'm going to play a trick on her. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? She's like, <laughs> you didn't see, like, something out of place? I was like, nope, everything looked great. Yeah. What <laughs> are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you. But she's like, and I was like, no, it's okay. It's That's yes, funny. yeah, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> so that was, yeah. I don't know. Oh, we were talking about dates. I was like, we I don't know how dates. we got on this rabbit trail. Yeah, because that was so. your guys' first date, and we we're talking about dating. So yeah, That's cute. So, mm-hmm. I think I don't know. For me, uh, to just kind of tie up my question back, um, I think dating is just anytime you get to spend that quality time with someone. Yeah. So, um, I don't need. I don't ask for much. Like, really. I would... A date to me is, like, if we want to talk on the phone and have a good phone conversation and, like, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So different nowadays. But, like, that to me is such a fun, feel-good yeah. experience. Um, just You'd as have fun. done well growing up when I grew up. Really? Now it's so hard. I feel like I do not ever want to... No, thank Dating you. Dating nowadays is terrible. I mean, it's disgusting. No, thanks. I'm good. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just, I've gotten to that point. But, anyways. Okay. Um, I got to... one more question. Let's do it. Okay. What would be a good tradition in your friend group? Oh, to have. So, what would be a good tradition for your friend group to have? I've always wanted to do th- I'm sorry. I already, like, have it. No, this is okay. great. Yeah. No, <laughs> please. So, me and... My friends that, um, actually Alex is part of this, this Alex. Right. Um, we 
were like, what if, I think we saw it on in some story or Facebook or whatever, of this group that would go and a bunch of friends and they would go to different places like once a year or whatever it may be. Oh, wow. And so you pick a spot, like one person picks a spot and then everybody goes there. Um, could be super like casual, just like a cabin and you go do that or could actually be the de- destination. So I think that I would love a tradition that, um, you know, you've seen the TikToks or whatever. It's like, we're not going to. I think that would be super fun. And that's like once a year or once every two years or whatever. And then like every two years or every three years, no matter where you are in life, you have to do that right. thing. Like you have to say it. It's happened. Yeah. That's cute. Um, you know, it's funny. That's actually would have been my answer. I would like to do more outreach with yes. my friends. So going and doing those cabin adventures or going and exploring different parts of the world. It's that fellowship. It's that fellowship. I think that's so important that with we friendship. We need to have. We always say that, um, I can share this with you, is the fact that we're in it thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. You're my ride and die. Yeah. Whatever I need or whatever you need, I know that we would be able mm-hmm. to give it to each other. And um, it goes, I mean, I think I'm in my headspace some days, but it goes way beyond just a podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we get to do for fun. Mm-hmm. We get to enjoy this day with you. But. I know that, like, before, we had dinner together. Yeah. Um, thank you, by the way, to yeah. Sell Honey for oh. making an incredible um, chicken. Yes. And Ryan. Barbecue chicken, Ryan. It. Yeah. So, shout out to Sell Honey. Sell Honey is 100% um, locally grown raw honey that actually one of my athletes, her parents and their whole family does it. Sell in Pasco, Washington. If you go ahead and take it, our look at our Instagram, you'll be able to see the logo there and contact her um, for any. If you want to buy anything, support them, whatever. But yes, yeah, sell honey. Ryan made barbecue chicken and he made a glaze with sell honey, and it was delicious, incredible. So yeah, and they actually um, their stuff comes starts coming out in August. So by the time you hear this. You need to go and support Cell Honey. Um, Just amazing. We talked about on our podcast earlier, if you have allergies, um, any of that, the local honey is going to help you with that. So putting it in your tea, putting it in your food, whatever it may be, just go go get that honey. Yep, go (laughs) Go get get that that raw honey. honey. (laughs) (laughs) But um, to draw us back, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Being able to have those moments with each other it's so important to at least yeah. myself because, um, I mean, being someone that struggles with my own mental mm-hmm. health, I have to be grounded every so often. Yeah. And to be able to be with Jordan is such a grounding situation because I know Jordan loves me unconditionally mm-hmm. as I love Jordan unconditionally. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so going out and doing those things yeah. is so important. Yeah. And I mean, earlier just this week with, I had a lot of stuff going on. I was just able to be like, bro i need to come over so before we actually went to the movies i came over and we had a wine slushy yeah and i was just able to tell dylan everything that was going on and i had to just get it off my chest because some stuff that's happening so 
Um, but he was there to listen, and I just know that he's going to be there to listen. And right. so, obviously, we know it goes beyond the podcast. But, yeah, I think doing those things and being intentional, like you're talking about fellowship and all of that. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that'd be a great tradition to have mm-hmm. and start doing because, yeah. yeah, and just a friend, no matter where you are in life, you know, you just got to, you have to do it. Yeah. We'll go to the beach. Yeah. We'll have a great time. Let's go camping. I want to go camping yeah, so bad with you. Yeah, we need to go you. camping. That would Lala be so Lake. fun. Lake. I keep telling you. <gasps> I know. We need we'll to go. Let's go cabin. somewhere close first because then we can just like do it, right? Like True. it could just be like, hey, let's, we're off work. Meet me here. And you know then it would actually be done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like then we, cause then we, it's like, if I have to, we go camping, I have to pack up the girl, right? No, I get and it. And it's like, let's just boom. You know where we could go? We could go to, I don't know the name of it. But the one place that's next to a winery. Oh. Um, I think that's just called their parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, Excuse the homeless me, are out again. Yeah. You have you can't park here. <laughs> Excuse me, you guys. Um, I know that you guys are enjoying your time here, <laughs> but um, this is a place of business. <laughs> and um, You can't just set up a camp you here. You can't just come up here. Yeah. I get okay, it. for real though, what? Um, it's called. I'll find it. Okay. No, I think that would be super fun because sometimes it's like, okay, if we have to like get off work, request time off, you know what I mean? Because I know we do have some places that are not far, like an hour maybe away from here, that we could just one day after work on a Friday, we just go, we do it. Right. Uh, it's Mary Hill's Winery. Oh. Yep. It's right next to actually Stonehenge. Yes. Uh, and How far is that? Uh, I think it's, I mean, it's. I feel like it's, it's not that far. Two hour drive? A little bit. That's not bad, distance, though. But it's not terrible. It's not like seven hours or five hours. No. And. Um, That'd be awesome. Yeah. So. Um, but I think but we just need to do that. And I actually really like that question. Right? That was a good one. Because it gets you to think. And we do need to have traditions that we have. Both of these Friendsgiving, questions. stuff like yeah. that, whatever it might I be, think... an annual camping trip. Right. And just like, Alex loves camping, bring her down. Let's and then we her. just get more people in, more people in, right? Um, She can bring her kids. That'd be so awesome. So, all right. Well, that ends our uncorking session. Whoop, whoop. All right, Dylan. So we just finished up our 2022 um, Albarino, and we are going to move to our red. And what did we choose from two Canon sellers? We have in my hands the 2018 Zinfidel from two Canon sellers. Um, right on the Horse Seven Hills is this wonderful wine. Um, gosh, Zinfidel is just such an impactful wine and i'm so glad that we kind of picked this one actually yeah it was definitely unassuming for sure i just the bottle's beautiful it's gorgeous it has kind of reminds me of christmas you know honestly though you think of the same thing yeah it has this gorgeous beautiful fox Mm -hmm. on it um given this winter winter wonderland excuse me um and um you know it'd be interesting to see if the art that's on the bottle has any ties with maybe a local artist yeah i was wondering that i know they like to support each other and 
um, in the shop there or in two cannon cellars, there was different things for sale, such as little trinkets, um, things for your keychain, art. So I wonder if they do off if that's from a local right um, person. Yeah. On the back of this bottle, it says Nature Uncorked. Winemaker Phil Warren is an outdoorsman with an appreciation for nature. And one of his favorite places to hunt, fish, and get away from all of the Toucanon wilderness, a federally designed wilderness area in the Blue Mountains. His winemaking philosophy is much like the wilderness itself, true to the land, mm. with only as much human intervention as is necessary to bring out its best qualities. Toucanon Cellars reflects that philosophy with handcrafted wines made with traditional French methods that tell a complex stories of people and place. We invite you to enjoy us and our love of wine and the nature world with this one-of-a-kind bottle, the Zinfandel, mm. from our families to yours. I love that. Isn't that beautiful? All right. Oh, and it says that the artwork was made oh. from Janet Hanofi. Okay, perfect. I said that wrong, but yeah. Good job. She All did right. a wonderful job on that art. Gorgeous. Yeah. All right. With that, do you want to pop, pop the it? top? Pop it open. Let's do it. With looking at the cork, actually, we can see that the cork has some good saturation from the wine itself. Yeah. As well as the bottle has some kind of residue more on the top mm-hmm. um, towards the neck end of the bottle, which shows the complex and the dexterity of this wine. Taking a good smell of it, it smells mm-hmm. delicious. It, yeah. Um, it's beautiful. Kind of a jammy smell. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with yeah. that. And with this Zinfandel, right, um, in the cellar five to seven years about. So, it being a 2018, this is the perfect time to bring it out. It's so, such a wonderful time. It's been about time. five years or yeah. so. So, all right. Cheers, my friend. There you go. Cheers. Smell, first thing. Ooh. Ooh. Complex things here. Mm. Wow. I'm almost getting a berry, kind of a strawberry mm-hmm. smell, uh, maybe blackberries. For sure. I'm getting that hint of cinnamon a little bit. Just smell. We're talking about smell alone yep, right now. Absolutely. The cinnamon. Let's see. Kind of a peppery. like a, spices, right? Yep, okay. spice. I'm getting that pep. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and taste this. The coloring of this is just this gorgeous um, dark plum. Ooh red mm-hmm. i mean it's it's deep and it's dark and uh definitely in comparison to the abarino it's it's complete opposite mm. yeah sorry i tasted it already i couldn't resist so <laughs> i don't blame you <laughs> that is very um so this is going to be more of a medium bodied red wine to a full bodied red wine okay um so right that body is kind of in that middle obviously medium um, on the lower end of the sweetness, it's the very lower, you know, it's not too sweet. Right. Um, you are getting those berries though, those blackberries, that strawberry, um, the acidity on this is also very bottom low. Yeah. It's low. It's, yeah. Um, the alcohol content wise I can taste though is, um, it's top. It's at its top, I would say. Yeah, you're is looking it... at about a 17.5%. Okay, what I was thinking, definitely, obviously different than the Albarino. Right. Um, and you are, those tannins are coming through. Um, not super, um, for a lot of tannins, right? Just 
I'd say a little bit medium, getting those on that front. Yeah, you're going to find the body of this going to be medium to full body. Um, the experience is definitely a, more of a drier side of this uh, wine. It's complex, but it has mm -hmm. uh, such a nice punch with a, I would say almost a fruit first. It, it is. It's very fruit, fruit jammy yep. in that fruit in the front. Yeah. And then uh, towards the back, you're going to hit those, the peppers and the cinnamon That's and those smoky. spices. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of well, like a sweet tobacco-ish. Yeah. You're getting that in the back. Yeah, I would say this is, um, yeah, getting a lot of different things. Good chocolate would be good for this. A good dark chocolate would be very good oh, with absolutely. this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You're looking at about, um, price-wise, $41 a bottle. Oh, um, okay. As well as... Once again, if you buy that 12-bottle set, you do get 10% of the case discount. Mm -hmm. um, they produced 77 cases of this wonderful wine. Wow. Um, okay. So yeah. it's popular. Right. Yeah. Like I said, vintage was 2018, or like how we said vintage is 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, I bottled it back in January of 21. This is a really good wine. I think... Not that I think I know that's why we chose it for this <laughs> for this podcast. Um, I just when I think of Zinfandel and I don't know why, maybe I'm confusing it, but it's also probably in my younger of wine drinking days, like right. of a white Zinfandel. Maybe that's why. And so I just assumed. Oh. See, I'm learning too, guys. Um, that oh, Zinfandels were white. There has to be a white Zinfandel. You have to look that up for me, please. I am looking it up. Because that's what I just assumed. So when I saw this red on here and then we tasted it, we were oddly surprised. Like, this was, it's delicious. Would you say white fully or would you say more of like a rosé Zinfandel? Mm, kind of like that. Yeah, because there's plenty of different types of, um, there's a box wine, the Franzia. Oh, Franzia. Um, white Zinfandel. <laughs> okay, that's so college when I was cheap. So of that makes way but... more sense then. So this is a, this is true. True Zinfandel. Yeah. I definitely say that it's on the jammy side. I mean, it is. Your preserves, you're getting your peach preserves in yeah. there, right? Okay, that's what I'm looking at too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. As for pairing, um, what would you kind of pair this with i'm i'm kind of struggling on the aspect of trying to find something is there something that you would pair it with um this with um would be good with like excellent great with red meat so you got your beef your lamb your venison okay any of those um you could do chicken that's going to be an average right that's going to be okay right um same with your cured meat anything like that average um, for your cheeses wise, if you're looking into that, you would want, um, like a cheddar cheese, smoked Gouda, any of those monster cheese. So kind of like a pepper those, jack maybe? Yeah. Pepper jack would be, um, good, but I think you want to hit more on your fruitier That's cheeses true. on here. Especially to balance with the, the jamminess mm -hmm. of it. I can see that. Um, okay. so those are going to be you know, you could also, I mean, you could do your nutty or you could do your um, provolones or you could do your dry, so your Parmesan. So, you know, any of these, um, the food that we talked about would go really well with this right. wine. 
thinking of barbecue style with these different jams and we're talking about these different spices and the fruitiness and all that, you could lean more towards um, like an Asian barbecue. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Like a, a Asian Korean mm-hmm. type of yep. stir fry. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So that's what would, I think, pair really well with this. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah. But if you weren't, you could not find it as infidel, you didn't you know, wanted to try something else, you could also try a Grenache. So that would... Okay. Like, that would coincide. That would do well with, like, yeah. if you were in find a Zinfandel, you could find a Grenache. That's what you should go to, so... When a Grenache is is just as beautifully complex as Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gathering all of the same kind of components, and usually it's kind of where I fall in the line, but you're going to follow those... Same kind of fruity, the jamminess, mm-hmm. uh, like the strawberries and um, a peppery kind of context. Yeah, you'll get so. more of the Grenache, kind of that leather. Exactly. You know, so, um, and that's kind of your, um, that's going to be more of your medium bodied red. So, yeah. same with, you know, obviously the Zinfandel. So, I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's delicious. <laughs> I know you do, which I'm glad that you do. And I feel bad that I don't, but... You don't need to feel bad. I know. We need to be honest. I know. Well, that's the point. The, I feel like the jamminess gets in the way of what I'm really wanting, mm-hmm. which is I love a good peppery wine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just where I'm losing it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I get that first taste and I'm like almost overpowered by the fruitiness. Or it the is fruit forward. So, which is not a bad wine. Like, no. I'm not going to say that it's terrible. Absolutely. Uh, no. But... But is you this don't the wine want that your I'm red go wine to be fruit forward, more of that fruit forward. Right. I, I'm wanting something that's going to be smoky, that's going to be dry, that I know that like mm-hmm. when I bite into a really juicy steak, I'm not going to be thinking of the mm-hmm. jamminess. I'm going to be thinking of that leather mm-hmm. and the oakiness. Yeah, I don't know. It's not my... <clears throat> well, it's good to be honest, right? Yeah, it's called wine with us. We get to wine. <laughs> we get to wine every so often. All right. So speaking of whining, um, <laughs> Toucanon Cellars offers great wine club memberships. They offer a club for everyone. There's three different memberships. Um, they include being the first to receive inclusive new Toucanon wine releases and offers, different incentives, complimentary wine tasting, tastings, personal invitations to club, exclusive tastings and experiences, um, flexible options. And, of course, incredible hand-selected Toucanon wines. So the first one, yeah, there's a lot. The first one they offer is called Walk in the Woods Club. It's an introductory club for those who want to try new Toucanon wine in smaller quantities. So um, I'm not going to go all into the details, but you can always look up at toucanoncellars.com. The next one is, um, and you can choose red only or um, red and white for that just so you know okay um the other one is called one with nature club it's our mid-tiered for fans who always want to have Tucanon wine on hand benefits and details and then it gives the benefits and details for that okay um so the first one i will say there's two bottles three times per year and then the second one the one with nature club is four bottles three times per year and then the um that's red and uh red only or red and white 
And then the last one is called the Great Outdoors Club. It's our highest tier club for VIPs who love to can and wine and never run, want to run out. Benefits and details, eight bottles, three times per year. So, and then they have red only and red and white. So those are the three options that Tucannon offers for their club members. That's awesome. They have some really good club memberships mm-hmm. and uh, definitely something to look into if you are going down to Tucannon Cellars. Yeah. Well, are we ready for some calamity With strikes that, again? <laughs> you know it. Calamity strikes again. <laughs> That's going to be the official song. I absolutely love it. This is a good one. Uh, it kind of ties in with our questions of uncorking about dating um, and dinner. So let's go ahead. Um, this is Calamity. Am I Calamity for not giving my girlfriend, 25 female, my dinner after I had already bought her dinner? What? Yeah. Sounds like a good one, right? I can't wait. It says, my girlfriend, 25 female, and I, 29 male, live in New York City, and there is a popular app where you buy leftover restaurant food. Wait a second. Can we pause right there? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you're buying leftover food? Like, food that they made that they can't throw out. I mean, they have to throw out. Must be. It says restaurants. Why can't you just donate? Okay, keep going. (laughs) No, you're good. It says restaurants advertise surprise bags at a reduced price in order to reduce food waste. So it must be what you were talking about, where it's food that they had maybe left over. Um, It says the customer doesn't know what they're getting until they pick up the food, but the cost at least three times lower than normal priced menu. They provide an example for if an entree is usually $24, a restaurant is allowed to charge $8 at most for it. Mm. It continues and says that these are usually a hit or miss. Sometimes you get exactly what you want at a greatly reduced price, but sometimes you're getting something that you otherwise wouldn't have picked from the menu. Can you imagine? I mean, you gotta try new things because they might taste good. <laughs> I love when you just go out and break Tiger. out your song. Mm-hmm. It says, I ordered a surprise bag from the barbecue place that I was picking up on the way home yesterday. I texted my girlfriend asking if she was wanting one, but she said no. She wasn't in the mood for barbecue. However, there's also an Indian restaurant right next door that also had a surprise bag available on the app. Mm. She ordered one of them. The barbecue was $12 and the Indian food was $10. Easy. When I got home and unpacked the meals to see what I got, I was psyched about my bag. Since I paid $12, I knew the value had to have been at least $36. But honestly, the platter looked more expensive. It was a hit. Keep in mind, we live in a West Village, which is most expensive neighborhood in the most expensive city in the U.S., so 36 for one meal is pretty typical. Mm-hmm. There were burnt ends, ribs, pulled pork, baked beans, potato salad, bread, onions, and pickles. All for $12. That's, That's amazing. amazing. It continues with, my girlfriend, however, was less lucky. Her surprise bag only had six types of soup, half of them being variations of cauliflower soup. <laughs> she was disappointed, to say the least, which... Yeah, I mean, but right. you did it. 
She asked if we could share my barbecue, and I said, no, I'm hungry. I offered to buy you some already, and you said no, and so I'm going to devour it. She got mad and called me a couple names, and I told her if she didn't want soup, she could have ordered something else, mm -hmm. specifically, instead of getting the usual surprise bag. Mm -hmm. Then I told her to order something off a food delivery app. She said she didn't want to spend the money, spend the money. Another bit of context, just so that way we're aware, is that he makes a lot more money than she does, and she and he pays for all the rent, and so she know he knows that she's running, you know, kind of out of more of a financial situation. Mm -hmm. um, but he continues and says that he tells her that if she doesn't want to pay for the delivery, he'll walk to the bodega on our street, and he can buy her something there, which was nice. And then continues yeah, with absolutely. a little more of a context that they live on the fourth floor, walk up with no elevator, and she broke her leg in a car accident a month ago. A month ago, so it's been tough to, for her to get around. So that's you know. Yeah, I get that. It finally continues with she says that the grill is probably off, and she just wants a hot meal. I tell her that she has soup. <laughs> <laughs> And then he says, anyways, she thinks I'm calamity. But in my defense, one, I offered her to buy the barbecue in the beginning, which she had declined. Two, she picked out her own food and I grabbed it for her on my way home. Mm -hmm. And three, she wasn't satisfied. I suggested two solutions, either ordering something from an app or going to the bodega. So, am I calamity? No. No. You gave her so many options. Yeah. Like, if I got Ryan in here right now, and I didn't have broke my leg, we didn't even live on the four-story, like, any of this, and he offered me, he would be like, I offered you all of these things. You are not eating my food. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, he offered to buy you barbecue. He picked up your order that you ordered, I'm assuming? Did she order that? Rather, she ordered it or he ordered it for her. Yeah, whatever. So he picked that up. He offered to go get the other two options, whatever they were. To go to the bodega or get whatever. Get something from, I'm sure, like DoorDash. Yeah. Or something like, in that regard. So then you could have like easily been like, okay, barbecue sounds great. Can you order me this from barbecue place? Right. So, you know, you're not calamity. Because your girlfriend, you told your girlfriend no. Yeah, I think. One boundaries. But like, you offered her so many solutions. Right. And she just didn't take it. Right. Eat your soup, girl. <laughs> you better enjoy that Okay, but soup. here's my question, though. Would you have at least split some of your barbecue if there was plenty? Ryan because... wouldn't have. Ryan wouldn't have? No. He doesn't mess around with his food. I mean, I get it. But I also look... I would have, but... The amount of things that are on there, the burnt ends, yeah, there's ribs. Yeah, but he's ribs. probably... If he's a hard burger, obviously he's paying. He pays. She mentioned that, or he mentioned that. Yeah. So I don't know what he does, but he works hard, obviously. So right. sometimes people just need to come home and eat their food. And he's offered you all these things. Okay, but if it's offered for the less price, right? I get that there's that much food, but how much... What is the portion? That's not what it's given. Oh, that's true. Right? So it could be, what if it's like two ounces of that? Or an ounce or a quarter ounce? Like, 
you don't know how many, how much the food portions are. Right. So it could seem like a lot of food to you or from us reading it. Mm-hmm. But it could be like bare minimum. It's funny. A lot of people are considering him calamity. Really? Yeah. People are suggesting, just as we said, or at least had brought up, the fact that uh, he had plenty of food that he could have shared. They don't know the portion sizes, though. Yeah, I I get what nope, you're No, I don't from. get, I don't agree. Yeah. You guys are stupid on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you're he's, dumb. He's not calamity. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it. That's um, surprising. Here's this person. They said, come on, man. You both did surprise bags. Hers didn't work out. You know she can't afford to order something else, but you did, but you didn't offer to help pay. You offered her crafty bodega food instead. You could Who have paid for the food. I would assume he did. Is it they assume. split? No, he had. The title says my dinner after I had already bought her dinner. Oh, so he paid so for he the paid food for both the meals. Also, I don't like understand relationships with like um. Like you paying for that, like a f- right? I don't, you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna pay for my meal, and you pay for your. I don't get that. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, but he's also paying, like I don't know. Okay, he's paying he's... rent and all that stuff. Right. So I get that, but like if you're splitting rent, you're splitting all those costs, like. Right. Well, I, I guess know. they're only dating two. I don't know. My mindset. My mind's not changed on who's calamity. Like, I don't think he is. I'm just no, saying I, don't I either. find it weird that they're like, she doesn't have money to pay for food. And I'm like, well, you should. You should be grateful. That's how I feel. Like, if he bought you food. Yeah, like, like, what you if you were out. on your own right now? Could you survive? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's what I come do down it? to. Like, it's my but mom brain. Thing. Sorry. Like. No, that's where I was thinking. Because I'm like, dude. Like, I get it. Like, I thought the thought process of sharing, but I agree. What if you are by yourself? What are you going to do? What would you have done? Yeah. You can't go anywhere. DoorDash it is, sister. Yeah. You get what and you get. And he's offered you that. Also, you guys are the one that made the choice. Like, she's the one that made the choice of doing that. Exactly. Bag. From a... P- Obviously, they're not the same place as well, right? No, one was from a barbecue place. One was from the, I think it was an Indian restaurant or something. She chose that? She chose the Indian. Then sorry. Absolutely not. Yeah, you chose a surprise bag. From the place that you, you chose. You could have said, no, you, I want sushi. The barbecue. Or, like he offered. Yeah. You could have chose That's on something. You. That's on you, you sister. not to. That's on you. Sorry. Oh, I completely agree. You're not calamity, sir. No. You <laughs> gave her many solutions. Okay. We'll do one more calamity. Okay. Um, this one says, am I calamity for not washing my husband's popcorn bucket? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> well, let me oh, tell you. I can't you. wait to hear this. <laughs> it says, my husband likes to buy popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? But he buys the popcorn bucket each year from AMC and stops by on occasion to get it filled. You could just do that without getting. Have you seen those new AMC a movie popcorn ticket? bags? Yeah, I think you can just get it whenever you want. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't understand that, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Wait. We'll just get. How do you get in? Oh, you have to buy. Don't you have to buy your ticket before? 
No, not necessarily. Oh, I'm just here to get popcorn. All right, go on through. Some people do that. My dad did that the other day. But, like, how do you get past... You would tell him that? Well, but honestly, how many times have people stopped you? Not Maybe your friend... at all. That's what I'm saying. Maybe your friend inside has already bought your ticket. Weird. Okay, anyways. Yeah, it's a weird one. Keep anyways, going. it continues with saying that she does not like popcorn, which is shocking. That's I know. weird. Uh, so she never eats popcorn when he gets the bucket filled. I do essentially, I being her, do essentially all of the dishwashing for things that need to be washed by hand, which is usually about five dishes a day. Not that too many. Um, he does the unload dishwasher, but it's less than half that time. He gets his bucket filled the other day and finally finishes eating the popcorn about four days later and places the bucket in the sink. I would place it back on the counter in order to have room to wash the other dishes and the bucket would end up back in the sink every day until he finally said, oh, so you're not going to wash the bucket? I put it back on the counter and walked away. He never washed it. Am I calamity for not washing it? Considering the fact that, like, you both teamwork on Absolutely. housework. Absolutely. Uh, so, to me, if you're doing the dishes... You might as well just do it. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know if it's just, like, a power move. You're feeling that, like, mm-hmm. because you don't eat from the bucket, you're choosing not to clean what the bucket. What are you, roommates now? Like, I'm right? sorry, you're a couple. Yeah, you're supposed to do things together. And especially considering the fact that he unloads the dishwasher yeah hmm and then also though like the comment that he made right because the amount of time that you put it in the dishwasher you could have just washed the dishes right you could have instead of just dropping it into the sink you could have rinsed it out cleaned it you could have hand washed it all that matters but well, it should be hand i don't know I really need a picture of what this bucket looks like that's reusable. It's kind of plastic. Usually oh, okay. has like So it needs to be hand washed. It's most likely gonna need hand washed. Yeah. I think you probably put it in the dishwasher. It's probably not dishwash dishwasher recommended, but Yeah. Um sh- I would say she is. Calamity? Is first, yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me continue with an edit. Oh. It says in terms of chores, I do. This is being her. She says that she does the dishwashing, laundry for four people, cleaning lawn care, which is 2.8 acres, half the child care. She also homeschools for two children. Uh, excuse me. She homeschooled for two years for 2020 through 2021, um, two years being her two children, her four-year-old and her seven-year-old. Your what? choice. What he does is fixing household technology when it goes down. He feeds the animals. They have two dogs and two cats. And he takes out garbage and recycling to the curb once a week. Okay, why do we have to say what we we do? It's teamwork. It's a house. You're married. Sorry, I don't feel sorry for you. Right. The fact that you're saying what you do. Well, and here's like, they both, according to the edit, they both work full time. And she also does the grocery shopping, cooks meals most of the night for all four of them, and cleans up after cooking. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like she does way more than him. I feel she like he's being lot. lazy. 
But then it also is a teamwork. I'm not going to be like, well, I do this, 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 and this. Ryan does this, 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 and this. And you can wash your bucket. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, (sighs) I think communication is important. Absolutely. There is stuff lacking in this marriage, clearly. clearly. (laughs) So to be able to say, hey, I just feel that it would be important for... Um, you just see it in this point of view. Or I've been taking good care of X, Y, and Z. Is there any way that you can do X, Y, and Z? You know, or A, B, yeah. Z. Um, this is hard because I really don't like the labeling of what you're doing in your marriage, right? Your household chores or whatever you may call it. Right. Um, But... It's also showing that she does a crap more ton than he does. Absolutely. And, I mean, you chose to homeschool your kids. Sorry. That's my... That's I. It's your opinion. Yeah, it is my yeah. opinion. So, it's my opinion. Don't come for me. Well, I mean, I didn't Stephanie mean like that's Harlow your opinion. Would say. No, <laughs> it I is my like... opinion. It is my opinion. I just... Yeah. You I chose just to homeschool like... your kids. Yeah. I'm not going to call you a saint for that. That's no. A cho- that's a choice. Yeah. Um, and don't like come a- for me. I was homeschooled in middle school, so <laughs> right. not my choice, by the way. That was my parents. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do like, you think that as a couple, I mean, because being married for mm-hmm. almost 10 years, do you think that it's important to have a fair distribution of the household items or household fair? chores? No. What's fair? Okay. I, that's to me where it's like, why? What are you gonna? What are you gonna consider as fair? Right. Right. If I mean, if you do the dishes one day, there could be five with a popcorn bucket, <laughs> and <laughs> one day there could be your sink piled high. Like, what's right. fair? Right. Like you just split. Do, you do things right. If right. like Ryan cooked dinner, I'm gonna clean up as I did tonight. Like, <laughs> if I mean, but we both also do things. And it's just right. doing it without the other person asking. Or if you do need help, you're going to ask, but you're not going to hold that over them. Well, I did do the laundry today, so, <laughs> you, you know. can do this. Oh, I do need to switch over my laundry. That's Speaking of. Me. <laughs> but, like, if I couldn't do it, I'd literally text Ryan right now and be like, hey, can you put those clothes in the dryer? Because yeah, I forgot. And he wouldn't be like, well, you exactly. started it. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Well, then I guess you don't get clean towels. Like, <laughs> That's I don't know. You know not I mean? my problem. Yeah. It's yep. just like, uh, I nope, don't know. Nope, I get it. So, um, that one's hard. She does a lot, but. People are ragging on this guy. Really? He sounds pretty worthless. Um, his hands aren't clearly broken. Um, should be doing a lot more than technical crap. I mean,. They are considering her not uh, calamity, and I don't know. When you list all the stuff that you do, of course people are right? going to be like, if you didn't edit that part, <laughs> I don't know. I she think people would be, edits. I feel like people would be calling you calamity. Yeah, I just, I don't know. To me, it's not that big of a deal. It, it really isn't. It really it's isn't. Really it's not. a freaking popcorn bucket. Exactly. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. If you can't handle the popcorn bucket... You ain't handling... <laughs> well, I don't know. You ain't handling all. You can't handle the you truth. You can't handle the truth. Gosh, Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. What a man. What a man, what a man, what a man. That's for real, though. Man. I love that man. Here's Johnny. 
<laughs> don't even get me started on that movie. I love that movie so much. I know you do. I could sit there. I, it would be a whole podcast in itself to just sit podcast. down and talk about that and the movie Clue. We, yeah. Oh my gosh, we should do a Clue dedicated should, Clue podcast, right? Um, or at least an episode. Um, speaking of podcasts, we inspired my friend John to do a podcast. Shout out John. He listens. Hi John. He listens to our podcast. Um, and he is going to start one with his buddy and what are they so, going to do? do we I don't know? know. I think it's just going to be a bunch of random stuff. Um, they play, I know probably video games. Um, I'm not sure if his buddy is one of his veteran buddies, but John's a veteran. So I'm thinking that. Thank you for your service. Yeah. So we, in, he's like, you inspired me to do a podcast. And I was like, oh. Thanks. We're so excited. So when you start your podcast, John, listen, let us, you know, we will shout out to you and you can shout out to us. Yeah. And we will promote your podcast. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. But if you're going to do anything, I do it on food. We've talked about that several times. <laughs> we have. I don't think he's going to do it on food. Okay. It's fine. But. It'll be interesting. I can't we'll wait to see food. what you find out. While we listen to your podcast. Absolutely. So he's the one. Remember when I said, "Are we on Google Podcasts?" That's yes. yeah. So that's the reason. Now we're on all streaming platforms. All streaming platforms because of John. So, yep. Love so, it. love it or list it. Love it or list it. Uh. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so let's rate this wine. Let's do it. Let's do the Toucanin 2022 oh. Albarino. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Albarino, I thought was really good. I thought it was diverse. I thought it was well connected with each other. Uh, I didn't think it was overpoweringly uh, acidic. It balanced really well with the acidity and kind of the sweetness of the. It's consistent. Bit. Absolutely. Um, so for that, I'd give it a good eight. Okay. I think that'd be a good solid answer. Um, mm -hmm. Eight out of ten. And um, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I would give it a seven and a half, eight. I would agree okay. with that. Um, consistent wise, all the way through, it didn't um, get, you know, as you can, you drink more of the wine, it didn't get sweeter as the wine came on. It didn't right. bring um, forth any of, um, wow, we should probably only have one glass of this, right? You right. know, um, as we drank it throughout the night. Sometimes those tastes change, and I feel that it didn't. Yeah. It was very, it's a light-bodied wine. It stayed consistent all the way through. Um, and so I would agree, this is this is a great wine. Nope. Um, agree sitting you. on your back porch, or their back porch, would be even better, because we want to support them. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so go to Two Cannon Cellars and support, um, you know, they're in their new adventure and revamping everything there. So we're super excited. So, yeah, I would say the seven and a half, eight is probably where I would put this on yeah. my scale. So awesome. Okay. So let's move to the 2018 Zinfandel. Yeah. Um, you had some different thoughts. So I love, I love I this because we don't want to always give the same. We want to um, be a little bit different. We could have different. Thoughts, what's so in taste? That's why it's called wine. You kind of wine with us, mainly about our days and our lives, but yeah. Also, it could be about the wine, the so. wine in general. And to me, I just, um, 
I think they're getting close in my aspect. Um, I think it's right on the money for his Infidel. Uh, but I just wasn't a big fan of the very jamminess of the wine. Okay. Um, maybe that's something I look into further down as I continue my wine journey with you. Mm-hmm. Um, we see if there's, if it's just specific to the jamminess or what. Uh, to me, I give it a good solid five. Um, I think the taste is there. I think it's complex. I think it has all of the great qualities of what you're supposed to look for in these infidel wine. Um, but to me, it just wasn't what I was wanting. I so think it's not personal. your favorite. You are looking for more. So this is a medium body right. wine. Um, you're looking more for a full body wine, which what you like. Correct. Yeah. I'm wanting something that's going to just, I'm going to say it. I want it to just power my, I want the tannins to take over. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I want to be tasting the peppers and the um, spices mm-hmm. and all of those really good delectable parts of what I think is a really good wine. And uh, yeah, so that's more, you're looking for the full bodied wine is right. what I'm getting at. Okay. So this is a more medium. We talked about that medium body. Exactly. You're looking for the full body full tannins um your you know the acidity right. is still lower on the spectrum but you're um you're getting you know in the in the sweetness of right. the spectrum this is a little bit too sweet for you a little bit correct okay yeah. i mean i would agree 100% i would say 5 or 6 is what i'm going to give probably on the 5 i would agree with you 100% five. um this isn't going to be the first wine that i go to right right if there's a cab out there if there's something else that's what I'm going to probably gravitate to. Exactly. So, um, but this is a great Zinfandel. I think that's the thing that we both can agree on is if you're a Zinfandel drinker, mm-hmm. this is a perfect one for you. Yes, absolutely. Right? It's got that jamminess qualities. It's mm-hmm. got everything that you are looking for. in Sweet for tobacco, all of that stuff. Yes. Where our personal, you know, tastes, it's just not what we're. Yeah, don't let our personal tastes, you know, cloud right. your judgment. judgment. And I think that's the fun thing about what we do here is the fact that, um, yeah, we're trying all these different types of wines and we're rating them based off mm-hmm. our own opinion. Exactly. Um, but if you're a Zinfandel drinker, go get a Zinfandel from yeah. Two Cannon, right? Because it's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. But uh, we don't want our, I guess... We want you to hear our opinion, mm-hmm. but on the other chance, we don't want you to like not go and get exactly. a Zinfandel from Jucanic because <laughs> Ex- it's good. It's exactly. a good Zinfandel. And we want you to support, you know, we want you to support them, of course. <laughs> right. Because you might, you'll see us on that back porch. Oh, you know it. We are so thankful that you guys stopped in, listened with us today, and um, follow us on all of our amazing platforms. Uh, our TikTok, Wine mm-hmm. With Us, it's W-H-I-N-E, With Us. Our Instagram, that's Wine With Us, with a period in between wine and with. So W-H-I-N-E dot with us. And then if you wanting to get in contact with us, please do it by, uh, if you're a business, do it by email. If you're just local, wanting to get <laughs> some yeah, content. Just go on our social um, media. Go on social media. Yeah. But all of our platforms, like Jordan said earlier, is on our link tree within uh, both TikTok and uh, Instagram. So Yeah. So 
We are super excited um, of just all the opportunities that are to come forward, and we just can't wait to take you along our wine journey. Absolutely. All right. And with that, cheers, my friends. Cheers. <laughs>